What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. It's your host, Lauren here. And Brad, the co-host. <laughs> you Thank own you. it. So You're so confident these I know. Days. I've built up I my confidence. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. What, what got you to this point, Brad? You, my host. Oh, building you. me up through all of our different episodes have really building you up through all the put downs. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you've hit the bottom, there's really no place there's, to go. But can't up, go so. any further. Yeah. If only your height would. You know. oh, oh, that was a good one, right? It was. I knew it was coming. See, you threw it to me. You threw yeah, it to I, me. Softball. Um, all right. You want to talk work? Let's talk work. Okay. Let's talk about an article. What are we talking about today, Brad? We're talking about five best practices to improve your tech implementation process. I feel like this is all you. Like, you're, oh my you're excited tech. on that. You need to tech. calm down. Oh, sorry. calm down. Sorry. I know this gets you going. I just wanted but... to say the word tech over and over again. <laughs> like, remember when we used to do security? security. Oh, yeah. Security. Security. Security is very important. Yes. So five best practices to improve your tech implementation process. Before we get to that, why don't we talk about the many ways that it gets messed up? Oh, tech you know implement- I mean? Tech implementation. So, why is it so hard? Why do people do it so poorly? What's the issue here? People. People? <laughs> no. Uh, people, process. Yes, all the Ps. No, um, really what it comes down to, though, is driving the right mindset to be able to implement technology. So it a lot of times you don't include the right people. You don't get the buy-in from the right people. All implementations fail, or I shouldn't say all, a majority <laughs> of much all, impl- fail, yeah. <laughs> all implementations in the world and fail. And the episode is over. Yes. That's your point no, for today. No, no, no. Um, a majority of them fail because you don't have the buy-in support that you need. And you don't have the documentation and everything else to support it on the back end. So many times that's what it is. You have to spend as much time on the technology as you do the people side. Yeah. That's yeah. my thoughts. Totally agree. What, what do you think? Well, I I don't really know. I don't have my own personal opinions on this <laughs> you one. Don't? But I can tell you what the article says. Sure, let's do it. Uh, so you were spot on. So lack of people, lack of process. Mm-hmm. Lack of project leadership, which oh. is kind of like people in a way. Uh, lack of documentation or input. Mm-hmm. Lack of time and lack of trust. That's it's exactly right. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with, with what was written there. It's, you know, it's really a combination of all of those things that make it successful because you have to understand why you're doing it. I want to give just a small piece of advice. Oh, do it. I know. That's right. What we're here I know for. it's a brief, but just tip. a small brief piece, tip. A brief tip. Brief tip. So what we want what you want to do is you want to make sure before you start any technology implementation is that everybody understands why you're doing it. Mm. Because a lot of times, I mean, it's a simple thing, but think about your company that you're working for. A lot of times new technology would be rolled out, but why are we doing this? Is it to improve communications? Is it to save money? Is it to 
uh, be able to do some be uh, do something faster. It's you have to understand why you're doing it so that everybody can get behind and drive towards that goal. Yeah, that's the number one mistake because people do not know why you're doing it. No, so that's a sure good point for the company. But I also think break it down too. Um, you know, if you're working at a larger company, you have multiple departments. You may have an accounting team, marketing team, uh, human resources. I would personally think it's beneficial to let all of them know how they will be affected or how it may benefit them yes, as opposed absolutely. to just, hey, we're launching this in this company at this firm because of this, but let's break it down. How does everybody really play a part, you know? Exactly. So the other things the article does go into some best practices to ensure a successful Ooh. implementation. Um, the first thing they mention is apply change management principles. What the heck does that mean, Brad? Sure. So change management in the IT world is just understanding and getting approvals for what you're trying to do. So it's what I just talked about. It's mm -hmm. the why, what you're doing, and make sure that you have proper procedures in place to back out or change if needed. Mm -hmm. So you want to always make sure that process is strong so that you can make sure you understand who actually owns the implementation and making sure they're all on the same page. Yeah. I mean, some larger companies, that's solely someone's full-time role is it change is. management. You know? It is. Crazy. Okay, so number two, kind of going back to the communication we talked about, ensure everybody is on board with the new technology, not only making sure that they understand why, but if there are questions, concerns, or whatnot, address those as a leadership team. Right. You know, another quick tip around communications around that, not to make the brief longer, mm. but... Uh, is when you have a implementation, let's say it's three months, you're supposed to cut it in half, and that's how long you're supposed to be uh, communicating before you start the implementation. Oh. That's kind of a, a... So before you start, you would be communicating with your employees a month and, and a half. half ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how, however long how the implementation consistently do you communicate? Um, it depends. Shorter projects communicate more frequently, Okay. Longer projects can be that spread out sense. further. Yeah. 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 Okay. So number three on the tips, ask the vendor the right questions. Pretty straightforward. You know, what does your typical implementation look like? What information do you need to, to get from me? What's the onboarding process like, et cetera? Ask security questions. Security. Oh, security. security. Good point. Yeah. Uh, number four, make time for training. Mm, very important. Yeah. I think this is one of the, the areas that you see a lot of failure is that you get the system implemented, you get people onboarded, maybe you do training and it's kind of like after that, that, that further training, the maintenance is where mm -hmm. it falls off. Another quick tip, always do training as close to the implementation as possible. Makes sense. Last tip they have in the article, opt for AI-based user-generated tools. This mm. is all yours, Brad. Oh, I love AI. So really what you're talking about is anything that a tool can do to self-learn to be able to make your job easier. So basically think of it as a way for the tool to tell you how to improve or how to make what you do every day more efficient. And that would be amazing. A lot of new technologies are coming out with AI. Um, real quick, though, I'm, I'm full of the little tips today. You are. I love so it. So real quick. You're the, so tippy. I know. There's a, there's a difference between AI and just basic understanding or learning. So let me kind of cover that with you. AI actually learns from what you're doing uh -huh. and proposes. Other systems pretend that they have AI, but what it really is is just a scripted method that's repeatable. It's not actually learning. It's just doing something that it was told to do. So you have to know the difference between the two. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. 
Well, thank you for your quick tips. Yeah, no problem. I love it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs, and we'll talk to you next time. Until next time, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.